Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on personal growth and lifestyle design. My name's Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group. I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Lavender Lifestyle. It's Eileen. Today, we're going to talk about beauty, specifically inner and outer beauty. We're also talking about finding your light and following your calling. So with us today is my friend, Lynette Sine. Lynette is a multifaceted beauty expert and YouTube personality, daughter of a magician, wife of a musician, and free spirit. She's an authentic believer in magic, love, and light. Over the last decade, Lynette has been the go-to artist for celebrities, commercials, music videos, fashion shows, TV and film, and every major award show. Some of her past experience includes being a hairdresser for Tony and Guy, a key hair and makeup artist for a Netflix series, producing digital content for major brands such as Apple, Target, Nordstrom, and Disney. In 2016, she was signed on to be one of eight in-house creators at Michelle Phan's Ipsy Studios, which is where I met her. So I love Lynette so much. I hope you enjoy this interview. Hello, Lynette. Welcome to the show. Hi. And thank you for coming on. Hi, I'm so excited. Same. I'm really, really happy to have you here. I, I feel like we can talk about so many things. But first of all, I'd like the audience to get to know you a little more. So let's start with your background. How did you get started in the beauty industry? In the beauty industry specifically, I kind of grew up in it. My parents are in the entertainment industry and my mm-hmm. mom, well, specifically, my parents were traveling, touring magicians. So they were actually on stage. And so cosmetology was something that my mom did prior and just took that, obviously, those skills on the road with her. So I kind of grew up watching her putting on makeup from a very young age and it always intrigued me and so that's kind of like what steered my career path and it's I'm a perfect byproduct of my parents essentially but yeah I got into makeup when I was 18 I started at MAC and then that led to cosmetology school Mm -hmm. and I did hair for many years and as the story goes (laughs) Right. And then how did you start like YouTube? YouTube is a probably a different story than most YouTubers because I actually got casted to launch my channel. So that's been both a blessing and a curse just because from the very beginning, I was coming from the professional side of the makeup industry, touring and teaching workshops around the country. So that's why they wanted me because I had an educational background. That's obviously very much implemented into tutorials. But the curse of that was that it was always a business so it was something that was not my baby it was not something that I was attached to like most other youtubers they've created it from the start you know and so I've learned a lot about the business side of things but I've always just kind of had this detached feeling from it it's something that's like of course it's a great thing but it's not my end-all be-all yeah so that's been an interesting thing to navigate through but I'm really grateful to now own my channel I do own it now Yeah. I mean, what kind of company was it that like created your channel in the first place? It was a production company. So they were producing, uh, it was like a three armed company. So they had the e-commerce side of things. They had the original content and then it was a tech side as well. So they were kind of spreading themselves thin, but uh, I was one of five girls that was casted to do beauty, and that's how I started. So that kind of Mm -hmm. led into understanding what it was all about. I didn't really even get YouTube. I didn't watch YouTube. It was not really my 
my thing, but really quickly, right from the get-go, I was totally entranced. I was like, this is great. I didn't understand that people actually subscribe to specific (laughs) channels. I just thought it was just videos, you know? I didn't know that it was an actual page that had multiple videos. I think you got to know YouTube in a different way than most people do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, very unconventional. So, But I have so much respect for people like, you know, Michelle Fawn, who started my company that I'm with now, Ipsy, because, Mm -hmm. you know, just the bravery and the boldness to go, okay, let me just flip it on and start this thing before anyone ever really was doing that. And she was such a pioneer. So it's been a really incredible journey. Yeah. Let's talk about Ipsy because that's, I think that's how I met you. How did you get handpicked by Michelle Fawn to be one of these Ipsy creators? Well, so I had started my YouTube channel very heavily in nail art. I was actually working as a celebrity Mm -hmm. manicurist in LA at the time. And so it started with my YouTube channel and then I got into doing celebrity clientele because the nail art thing came very easy to me. So then I started working with a bunch of different people. I mean, Jessica Alba, Drew Barrymore. I got to even do Carrie Fisher before she passed. That was a really fun one for me. But so because I was doing nail art, that was a very niche sector of YouTube at the time. This is now going over five years ago. And so Ipsy kind of saw what I was doing. And at the time, their creators were not interested in nail art. But of course, Ipsy is kind of very well-rounded in beauty. So nails are a big part, you know, polish and all that. And so they actually had me producing content for them for six months before I even signed. So yeah, I was producing videos for them. And then that's kind of when we just, you know, started getting to know each other better and understanding that this would probably be a better long-term partnership. So it's been great. Yeah. And so what are you doing now with Ipsy? Has your role kind of transformed a little bit? Yeah, so when you're signed on as an Ipsy creator, you know, we support the glam bag, so there's videos that we do once a month. But I've definitely moved out of the nail art world just because once I got engaged and that ring went on, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, we can't compete with the ring. (laughs) So I was like, totally... I don't know. It like everything shifted and I just wanted just basic, very clean, crisp nails. It was an interesting thing. And of course, I always tell people this. I mean, well, a little over five years ago that I started my channel and I say, geez, that's, you know, freshman in high school to first year in college. You know, that's a a big amount of time that you've changed. And so it's, I mean, I've gone from being single, just moving to LA to now married in my thirties on YouTube. So it's a very major time of shifting and learning and growing and so I've had to really guide my audience along with me on that journey and I'm so grateful Mm -hmm. that I have such a potent small tribe but potent tribe of people that just um are willing to go down that journey with me instead of it being just nail art or just makeup exactly And that's what I love about you is that I've seen your transformation. I mean, I didn't know you way back then, but like now with your content, just everything you put out there, your Instagram stories and videos and stuff, you have such a light and you really are intentional about the things that you say. So how do you work that into like beauty? Like, do you find that it clashes or like people in beauty might not get it? What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, that's a great question and something I love to talk about because <laughs> I, I've obviously, so being in the beauty industry, geez, I've been working in it professionally now for almost 12 years. I've just seen, especially in the digital side of things, a side that it's taken that I'm not super thrilled with just because I just believe that beauty obviously stems from inward and I've always believed mm-hmm. that and makeup is a fun vehicle. It's fun to talk about. It's fun to explore, but it's really just about accentuating. 
So especially now that I've gotten a little bit older and I just see this young generation Mm -hmm. watching and really looking to influencers as role models, it's weighed really heavily on me to be a voice and add balance to a conversation that is, you know, Mm -hmm. so typically focused on outward, outward, outward. So I've kind of had to sit back for a little while and kind of marinate and go, all right, God, what am I doing here? I know you have me here for a reason but I'm not liking the way it's going. And so for a while, I'll be honest, this was like a majority of last year, I was ready to just hit the road and just completely shift into Mm -hmm. a new path. Because I was like, I don't know, it's just feeling overwhelming. I don't know, I'm just one vessel. I don't know if I can shoulder the weight of, you know, really rising in that way, even though I was feeling that call, which I want to get into later, of like the whole hero's journey. But man, I just feel like, It was finally this little Mm -hmm. voice in me was like, you know, which I like to call the Holy Spirit. I was like wanting to run. And then I felt this voice going, no, Lynn, that's why I have you here. That's why, because I knew how you're going to respond. You have such a beautiful outlook on two-dimensional beauty, 2D beauty, what I like to call 2D beauty, inward and outward. Mm -hmm. And these young kids need to hear about that. And they need to hear about why you believe those things. So don't run. Mm -hmm. That's why I have you here. So that's been a really cool understanding and realizing, oh, yeah. I am different, but that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you're meant to use that and spread your voice to people. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's go into 2D beauty. Like, what does that mean? Well, so Corey, my husband, actually had a mentor. He actually passed a few years ago at 92 years old. So a wow. wise sage. Um, we always like to joke around and say if it, he was basically if Yoda or Mother Teresa had a baby. <laughs> It would be Carol Reinhardt. He was an amazing man. And so he obviously became a mentor of mine too. And at 90 years old, I'm explaining to him YouTube and what I'm doing. And he totally got it. He was like, of course. And he goes, Lynette. And he grabbed my hands and he looked me in the eyes and he was like, Lynette, what you're creating is 2D beauty, two-dimensional, Lynette, inward and outward. And I love that about you. And I was just like, Mm. wow. So he nailed it. And that's where I always kind of plug in that little tagline from him but yeah just the idea that obviously everything stems from what's inside so yes while we can transform the outside and it can be fun what's left when we take it all away yeah inner beauty is important I mean do you think outer beauty is important to build as well what do you think about the people who are like I don't like makeup like who who look down on beauty and say that it's superficial I mean to each their own baby I'm like hey that's what yeah, makes the world true. goes around you know so I'm like hey if you if it's not for you that's great more you have more time in the morning I'm jealous yeah <laughs> I see. Yeah. So I love it. I just think that everybody has different paradigms they're coming from and why. And so that's what makes it a beautiful world to live in and just hear other people's ideas. Yeah. So let's talk more about like light. I mean, for the audience, they might not understand that term. I mean, you you introduced me to one of my new favorite books, Light is the New Black. Thank you. So so let's talk about that because I feel like you're always talking about, you know, finding your source of light and all of that. Yeah. What is light, first of all? Light to me is obviously, that's a big question and a big answer, but I think I'm still learning. But I think to me at this moment, it's just something that's so much bigger than me that I'm still learning about and it's so multifaceted. So I definitely think it's a divine thing. I definitely believe in God, but I'm just learning so much more about who God is too. So it's not just like a simple answer, but I think what I've really learned over the past, especially I grew up 
It's important to know. So I grew up in a very conservative Christian home. So my parents were traveling magicians, but they were also missionaries. So they were doing it to actually globally go around the world and tell people, like share the gospel. Mm -hmm. Super interesting. Um, But growing up in that home, I'm so grateful to have known about spirituality at a young age. And I'm also grateful that my parents did it in such a unique way that really answered their soul's calling. And they loved Mm -hmm. to travel and culture and just really connecting and sharing with people. So that was a really, really amazing way to grow up because my brother and I literally felt like we could change the world. Mm -hmm. We're like, okay, so my parents obviously were gypsy magicians, but also loved God, which is really cool. (laughs) So it's interesting though, the people that have kind of grown up in that sort of, I guess, I mean, I just have a problem with the church at large right now. So I think that growing up in that little box sometimes, even though while my parents were really wonderful and cool and a little bit more edgy in certain ways, there was still just, you have to do the work inside that only you can do. So it got to a point where once I hit, you know, 30, which was last year, so now I'm 31, and my husband and I had already been married, you know, we hit a point where we're like, okay, and he grew up the same way, grew up in church, the whole thing, but you can say, oh, I'm a believer, I'm a believer, I'm a Mm -hmm. believer all day, but then what does that really mean at the end of the day? So I had been saying it, and I had been saying, oh, I'm all about love and light and this and that, but then I was realizing that through marriage and just through my whole testimony, mm-hmm. I've really placed people as my like light source throughout my journey. And that's really dangerous. And so especially in marriage, I think I totally put Corey as like a main light source for me. And so when we were off or he was... What do you mean by that when you place someone as your light source? I think just someone that I looked to for that light. Instead of it being outside of humanity, like into a divine thing, it was more like these people who are very fallible as we are, right? And Mm. that was dangerous to go, oh, this is an imperfect person that I'm placing all of my, you know, eggs in their basket almost, you know, just hoping for, you know this it's almost like you know the savior thing I'm like wait your source has to be so far outside of you because every one of us are so fallible and that was something I'm still digging into and still learning but it was really interesting to kind of just almost admit that that I had placed Corey definitely in a very you know in that place he was there to save you and he was you know yeah putting too much responsibility on him yeah and just really I mean I love just the idea of like my source for light, uh, really, you know, just mm-hmm. happiness and light and right. um, all of that. And then it was when one, and when you're married, you know, to become one, and that's true. Like truly, mm-hmm. you are grafting to become, you know, yes, you're individuals, but you're becoming one unit. And mm-hmm. so that was a really big wake up call for both of us. And so we yeah. have had to really dig deep and do the work again inside that only we can do individually and then come back together because two broken vessels I think at this Mm. point I mean the whole world is broken so that's why marriage is so difficult because it's all of these broken vessels just trying to you know come together each other yeah find love happy yes yes so I think there's a good lesson in that because you in looking for a relationship like don't expect anyone to give you happiness like you really have to bring that within from within yourself it should be two whole people coming together yep so I always tell my friends I'm like man do it now way before you're married because it's gonna happen you're gonna have to hit that point eventually or you don't have to and you're just gonna live a very mediocre life which is not something I'm interested in doing (laughs) so I think that yeah if you can really really understand that and it's so cliche right oh happiness is a choice but really 
Waking mm-hmm. up and choosing, yeah. no, you know what? I am responsible for my own self. This is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really seeking something greater than yourself each day. Because if The very first thing. That's got to be like my very right. first thing because I think that's why I also love Elizabeth Gilbert. She just talks about that too. Just mm-hmm. the idea her. of, you know, it being outside yeah. of you because the human ego is so feeble so you can either become narcissistic or so self-sabotaging that you're crumbling so all interesting concepts so yeah I mean do you have any techniques or daily rituals that you're doing now in order to like you find that light within yeah so definitely in the very you know in the morning we together it's something that we're grafting together because I think that's really important too when you're married to Mm -hmm. do this thing together and that was something that we were doing separately too for a while which was hard but so I want to share a mantra that a friend of mine actually gave me that I was just so oh it was like a little jewel but it's yeah you are a vessel for the highest possible outcome at the highest possible timeline so every day we say that to each other and like looking to each Mm. other's eyes and something about that you know words of affirmation oh you say it to Mm -hmm. each other yeah wow wait can you say that again One more time. (laughs) Yeah, of course. You are a vessel for the highest possible outcome at the highest possible timeline. I love it. Isn't that good? Yeah. Yeah, So that's thanks to my friend Jasmine. She's amazing. So yeah. And then we obviously, you know, pray and we do read the Bible and it's actually been interesting. That's been Mm -hmm. another interesting journey that I won't get too far into, but just that it's a script. So we've been reading it like a script and it's really, really, really interesting. And I think that, like I said, just briefly, the church at a large don't judge the church at large. Just get to know certain <laughs> individuals that have a personal relationship with God, and it's a little bit different case by case. So I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Very interesting. So moving forward, like what's next for you? Like what are you trying to do now? Well, we are working on a couple different things. So right now, Ipsy actually just greenlit a project that we're, as we speak, just digging into, and it's really exciting. We knew we wanted to collaborate because, again, in marriage, it can be scary because if you have two artists that are trying to do, you know, pretty different things. So he does music, I do beauty, but also very complimentary. So for the first couple years, we had been digging into this concept of um, a show called Beauty and the Beat. And so everyone has loved this for a couple of years now, but we just didn't really know. And of course, because we were going through an interesting time and just digging into marriage, we were like, let's just wait on this. Uh, And so now it's a good time. We're in a great place and super excited to just collaborate on this series. So it's basically a split screen Mm -hmm. of kind of the side of work that I do and then him in the studio and each episode, it's kind of going to be like a series. So once a month and then the payoff is that you get to see you know, the making of a music video. And then, so we're going to release a song every month. Mm. Well, are you working on something together in this Beauty and the Beat? Or are you kind of like living your own lives? It's a little bit of both. So I'm very, you know, I've got a lot of things going on on my end, but also a lot of the music Mm -hmm. videos we're working together on. And I'm always in the studio and just, we just, it's because the whole theme is really, really getting messages out into the world that need to happen. So it's very thematic and campaign style. So we're both about that and just really want to make Mm -hmm. some waves and change. So it's very much integrated into both of our worlds and together. Well, what is the main mission? Like what are you, what message are you trying to get across with Beauty and the Beat? Well, it's kind of like (laughs) lots of learning about, we want to share a lot about our processes in marriage too. So that's definitely a main Mm -hmm. point. But as far as the themes, 
I you may have to wait and see because okay. they're, they're they're all yeah. yeah no they're really cool and the songs I mean when the world is going through so much the music always gets better right so yeah like you have um, a lot to talk about in your exactly. art exactly mm-hmm. and he's such a prolific artist so it's really exciting working with a lot of producers and so by next year we're going to go on tour wow and so yeah it's gonna be really cool we're really excited to finally dig in. And after lots of planning and figuring it out, it's finally kind of, we're seeing the fruits of everything that we've been planning. So it's great. That's amazing. And so I'm curious, like at home, you and Corey, do you guys create together? Do you inspire each other, give each other ideas? Like what does that look like, your relationship with creativity? Yeah, that's a great question too. We are always buzzing, man. (laughs) Sometimes I have to, we're both talkers, so um, there's no lack of ideas or inspiration here. But what we really had to learn is to be very careful about, you know, the cascade fountain. So which comes first that leads into this and leads into the next Mm -hmm. thing. And he's actually really great with those types of, you know, giving me those diagrams in my head so that we can go, okay, what's first? Because we're both really mm-hmm. wide-eyed dreamers, and that's a wonderful thing, but also yeah. can be, you know, people it's spinning nice. their wheels. Yeah. So delegation is huge, um, really <laughs> building a great community and people that, you know, are supportive alongside us. And But, yeah, we just are always spinning ideas off of each other, seeing what comes mm-hmm. next. And I'm learning a lot about the music side of things, too, which is really exciting because yeah. you just never know. I'm like, I've actually... I mean, are you giving him, like, song ideas? Are you helping him write? Oh, like totally. That? So he'll be at the keyboard and then wow. he'll, you know, play a melody and then I'll go, oh, maybe if you arrange it like this or there's even a track mm. that we're coming out with. Called it's a Native American po- uh, proverb, actually. It's called We're the Ones We're Waiting For or We Are the Ones We Are Waiting For. There we go. Mm. And I did a little spoken yeah. word piece on there. So who knows? Maybe that'll turn into singing because they keep oh. asking all the producers. <laughs> I was going to ask you, can you sing? Like, are you, do you sing the with him? The truth is when I was 12, I actually went on a singing and dancing tour. <gasps> But I'm sure you have it in you, girl. Bring it's it been a while, so I don't know. Maybe, oh my maybe. Gosh. You're married to a musician. I mean, that's you might as well. I know. Well, I'm. I just want. I honestly, we were watching a documentary on John Lennon and Yoko Ono the other day, and I was mm-hmm. geeking out because she's up there with her little tambourine. I was right oh. next to him, and I was like. Oh my gosh, that's so You want to be that? Yeah. We just want to be known as peace ambassadors. We're like, hey, peace yeah. and love, man. Performing together. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. Okay, so uh, we talked about so much, but lastly, do you have any advice that you can give to our listeners who are searching for that light and maybe trying to get and tap into their creativity? Yeah, I have two things I'll leave you with. So mm-hmm. um, something that was huge for me this year was to shift my space around. So we were living in a great place, but you know when you get comfortable, it's like in your mind, it's a really great space. And it mm-hmm. was, but it was just something that truthfully, like literally didn't have a lot of light. It was a condo that was on the bottom level. Mm-hmm. And so it was a great space. Yeah. You know, we had a lot of space, um, but I needed physical light. So we decided to shift around, moved into a place that has mm-hmm. beautiful light. So physically having actual light was a oh, huge nice. thing for me. Um, and then even the, you you came actually and checked out BizBabes, the workspace I'm even working out of has great light. So just being in actual light, I think is important. Even if, you know, you're in an area that doesn't have it, find some sort of coffee shop, even by a window, even if it's raining out, that's inspirational too. So being Mm -hmm. in an aesthetically pleasing space has been a huge shift for me. But one other thing I'd love to challenge people to do because I just did this recently and it was super, super impactful. Whatever light means to you, whether that's God, whether that's Buddha, whoever, whatever source of light that is to you, 
I'm open to hearing all about it. I love it. But write a letter from that source of light to yourself, not Ooh. from you to yourself, okay. because I've done that yeah. before. And it's funny how a source of light is so much grace, more graceful to you than you are to yourself. Mm. So I did that and okay. it was huge. That's interesting. Yeah, it's really, really special and tender and understanding mm. and it was a really, really interesting exercise I had never challenged myself to do before. And it was prompted by other friends and I was like just absolutely amazed. Right. So. And how do you feel when you tap into that? Do you feel like it's coming from yourself or like does it feel different? Just pretending to, you know what I mean? So of course, when guided, obviously it wasn't, we did it in a group. We're in a small group of friends and that was actually, okay. he said, as my Christmas or as my birthday gift, I want all my friends to write a letter from God to each like to from God to yourself thought that was so interesting and so we did it and I mean he said hey make sure though it's not this judgmental source of light or this judgment you know it's just this tender loving loving Mm -hmm. creator that just knows every hair on your head that created you for such a magnificent powerful reason with a great call and so that's where I, I wrote it from that place so you know just starting out with like my I sweet daughter, that. you know, some words like that, language like that, yeah. I think. Oh, my gosh. Is, and I didn't have a really close relationship with, uh, my dad's still living, but, like, we don't have a super close relationship. Mm-hmm. So it was really, really tender to have, you know, be reading my own words, but from this, you know, yeah. just, yeah, really, really special. And I think it just shows that you also have that voice inside you if you want to, like, bring it out more Absolutely. often. Right? Just every day. <laughs> you can be that loving and tender to everyone. Yes. yourself every day. A hundred percent. I love it. All right. So lastly, where can everyone check you out online? Yeah, everything's under at Lynette Sine. That's my middle name. And uh, yeah, you can check out also, you know, be on the lookout for Beauty and the Beat as well. So that'll be on my channel. But everything's under Lynette Sine. Awesome. Super excited. So I'll have all the links in the show notes. You guys can check Lynette out there. All right. Thank you so much. I had so much fun talking today. Bye. Thank you, babe. See ya. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Lavender Lifestyle. If you like this podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. It helps us so much and also helps other people find the show. You can also catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavender, where I have even more content for the artist of life. Love you all so much. Bye. <laughs>